He wore black denim trousers and motorcycle boots And a black leather jacket with an eagle on the back He had a hopped-up sickle that took off like a gun That fool was the terror of Highway 101 <laughs> Hey, this is Mark Amanis. Uh I'm Matt, that's Ben Hello. Wow. That's Ben, buttons. that's Aaron And uh, <laughs> that was a deep, deep inside joke that you started the show with It goes back almost a week Almost a week, yeah Almost a week Um I, I'm, I was going to save this for the end of the show, but might as well. We listened to that song on the way to... You pronounce rec- it Leviathan or Leviathan? Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> not allowed to carry things over. We can do a vote afterwards. <laughs> Twitter um, vote. But uh, before we get to our guests and everything, just very quickly plug. Uh, so last week we went on the y- YGLTON. That's their Twitter, but it's the uh, You're Going to Love This or Not podcast. That's good spelling. I'm proud of you. And that's where that song came from. Ben, you found it on like stock music or something, right? Well, it's a long story. Okay. What, what is, Either way. You well, should, you know what some say is a never-ending story. <laughs> Every July, Ben cooks up some kind of new music <laughs> for us to listen to. We know of a remote farm in Lincolnshire. So, <laughs> where Mrs. Buckley lives. The, <laughs> Every July, peas grow there. Stop. You've now brought two things from before <laughs> the show. That was my fault. Sorry. Look at Kevin. He's just like he's just going to walk out Do you really at mean this that? point. Rage quit. He's just going to leave. No, so I, I think... Black, I, black, I can't work like this. <laughs> the, episode, the episode for you, uh, you're going to love this or not, uh, recorded Matt and Josh and you know Mike and Tony were were super nice to have us. Uh, we watched Tammy and the T Rex. I think the episode goes up tomorrow. Super so good. Definitely go follow and um, you'll Every be able to July, hear that. Tammy goes there. But that's not where we're here. <laughs> we need to move on. Kevin Kevin Jordan is our guest tonight. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming, Kevin. Hello. Um, a little story about Kevin. Uh, so he wore I, black denim trousers. He wore yes. That's why. That's the entrance. Turn around. I want to see the eagle show. on your back. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> I took off my pants when I got here. So mm. Kevin, I I worked with your wife Tiffany for a really long time, uh, um, and she, you know, was a big fan of our podcast. Uh, as you as Despite you were, she she used to say odds. that you guys would watch our show and stuff. And we lost um, viewerships with her, and now we got you back on to get her back. Right. She's she was our only person to yeah. watch. I listen to the podcast, like no, like on you listen. I listen yes. to the podcast. That's how you endeared yourself to me because I'm the one putting it the audio form up. Um, True, in the real so. world, there's nothing wrong with listening to the audio podcast. But if you're missing out on the video stream. There's part of it that you're not getting. You're really there's missing a, out on the video. There's a good portion yeah. of it that I'm that, that I'm missing. I've seen a f- I've seen a few of these, but yeah, uh, yeah most of them I do. Uh, I actually listen. So whatever floats your boat. Did a shot in the dark uh, to see Kevin if you wanted to come on for this episode. Um, and uh, never ending story is what we're continuing our '80s fantasy theme for this month. And normally I will start this up, but we can go around Aaron Ben too. But Kevin specifically, you mentioned that you hadn't uh, seen this movie in a while, but did you have like, especially with these '80s movies? Like, did you grow up with this movie at all? Was it a part of your childhood, or what? Is it just kind of you saw it and then it wasn't really a major part of it? So it was a, uh, I got a pretty good movie memory. Uh, so it's it's like one of these uh, Aesop's fables, like something that you hear when you're a kid, and mm-hmm. it's memorable because it's a it's bite sized for children, right? That's a sort of it's a it's target audience, but it's deep enough like Aesop's fables, mm-hmm. like these old German stories, right? Where um, as you grow, it, it you get to dig deeper into the meaning mm-hmm. and it, it becomes more meaningful to you in different in different ways for different reasons. Yeah, that's a very and good so point. It's, uh, I, I got a lot of the symbolism from it that I didn't get at the time, but that was stuck and mm-hmm. I, I accessed later when it became relevant to me mm-hmm. uh, at different points in my life. And uh, I went about 20 years without seeing it. I mean, I can... I can remember quite a bit of it, but uh, I before like when when you got a hold of me, uh, what I did is I, I got open a book and I just wrote down 
all the things that I remembered, all the spe- all the specific scenes, love notes, parts I love where it. I cried, fan. and yeah. uh, uh, I went back and I watched it. Fell asleep in the middle, finished it just a little bit ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, outside sucks, while you're waiting sucks for being us. a grown up. Yeah, right? yeah I got <laughs> no. a job and kids, and uh, but no, I love being a grown up. But it's it's hard finding time to do to do. Uh, stuff but i i sat down and i watched the rest of this thing and, and he's still trying to find i'm in love with this movie cool stuff to do by not going on this podcast yeah mm-hmm. he's still this looking cool stuff. Like, agreed, you guys have suggestions i agreed yeah. to come on as long as matt would agree to do a mary kate nashley movie with my wife no okay i was i was hoping to avoid oh, that. God. we'll talk <laughs> hey, about can that i produce that later. i want to be there for that <laughs> <laughs> yes this is a uh, equivalent exchange uh so aaron i will ben uh which I think one you have a different perspective aaron i think you and i are more similar and uh, at least based on what i remember last week i i saw this when i was very little remember kind of just falcor that was really all i remembered (laughs) before this uh when i rewatched it what about did you have like a deeper connection to this movie at all this movie was on the same footing as willow i saw it barely when i was unable to form memories okay so and ben you you said you see it a lot i I saw it when i was very little Mm -hmm. and it left a strong impression on me when I was little. Um, the thing that I remember the most was the giant turtle thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That yeah. thing was like such a Same cr- here too. creepy thing that I kind of liked. And the, the freak out moment when they hear his voice. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, and like they just mention it, you know, like they just look around. Um, but, you know, I enjoyed it. And I've seen, seen the, se- <laughs> the sequels. Uh, Never in a Story 2. There's like three, right? Yeah. Two or three? There are two sequels. The second one's not very good. An animated second, series. Sec- <laughs> Whoa. The second what? one's got... Um, there's some good ideas. It's just uh, a little, a little yeah. late for it. But it has uh, the Flash, uh, whatever, the, the original Flash mm-hmm. has the dad in it. But uh, it wasn't as good. Um, but How do they, do they just go back to the world? Like, he goes continue, back to Fantasia. Like there's a sequel to the book? Yeah. And, he, goes, he goes back to the Fantasia. Okay. I thought the second book, or the second, didn't that have a different kid in it? It's a different kid, but it's supposed it's to be the same. The never-ending story. Oh. Two towers. He's blonde in a puff vest. Yeah, right. And he's a little whinier. Yeah, but uh, but my but kind adult, of story. Uh, so as a kid, I enjoyed it. I thought, oh, you know, whatever. But as an adult, I got more out of it. Yeah. So, especially recently, it's a pretty like. What's a concise? Because I imagine a lot of people who would be listening or watching to this would kind of be in the same boat as us. Like I watched that like. 15, 20 years ago, I don't remember it super... Like, the concise version of this whole movie is, kid reads a book after his, you know, his mom's died. Actually, He's the book reads bullied, him. Bullied, and then, yeah. And, and, in well, Russia, no, no, the no, book reads No, you. they make a meta... No, they make a meta um, analysis to tie, like, princess mm-hmm. or empress says, as you are watching us in our world, someone's watching you in your world. So we, as the audience, are watching him. And their mm-hmm. name is CIA. So... <laughs> No, but I mean, it's, it's a very interesting, interesting idea, you know. Yeah, it, maybe so, someone's watching us in our story. Pretty it, boring story, but you kind of see like a, pre, uh, you know, f- it's almost taking the fantasy hero. Maybe we just live in marbles. <laughs> taking the fantasy <laughs> men in black. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's taking like the fantasy hero journey thing that we've seen in a lot of these previous movies, but then it's like adding another layer on top of it it's of diff- somebody consuming it and things going back it's and forth. Di- it's different. It's not. It's not. It's not. Um, it's not the hero's journey. It's not. A, it's not for the kid. For the Atreyu, it is. I would say no. Because it doesn't have fails. all the stops. He fails in the long run. What I. What I. What this movie is about to me. I mean, I'm sure you guys got it. Is depression. It, it, well, it, yeah. it tackles depression, and get you know the nothing is depression. 
Even the wolf says Even it. I got that. You know what I mean? You know, and it's like, it's interesting. It's very interesting. I never got that as a kid. Wouldn't it have been better you to know? have the dad be the one who was all depressed and have that be affecting well, the I, life uh, around I him? Got a, I got I, a whole thing about I that. Guess okay. that. I guess that's in the book. Is yeah. it? I guess the, the, in the book, the dad is more depressed. Do you do you know that? So I I only recently figured out that there was a book, and it was mm -hmm. made. It was written and published just a few years before the movie. Mm -hmm. I don't know how the book differs from the movie. Do you know how the book differs from the movies? I don't. I don't. I didn't have time to. I have to look, but I know that I have theories. I don't know, but I have. I didn't read the book. We can speculate wildly. It's definitely so, rich. This definitely has a rich source material. Oh, for sure. And, so the dad, though, like. Right. Well, my interpretation of of this movie in particular it was it was the first movie for me that ever that I. That had deep symbolism, right? Mm -hmm. That that uh, one of the rules about Aesop's fables are that they're tight and concise, mm -hmm. right? And so nothing is in there by accident, right? There's mm -hmm. blood on the cutting room floor. You have mm -hmm. to cut out everything that doesn't that, that's not vital to the story. Uh, and m my theory is that this is a German author written like that's Grimm's fairy tales, and that, that's where all this yeah. stuff happened. Hans, Hansel and Gretel and, and the Red Riding Hood, all that stuff that comes from Germany. There's always a mountain and the woods and some candy. Some, Wolf somewhere in candy Some and candy and a hair, right? Right. Peddling. So, um, <laughs> and violin. <laughs> Wait again. So, so as, a, as a grown up, I'm watching this movie and, and nothing, nothing's in there by accident. And so mm -hmm. that's, that's sort of informed the way yeah. that I watch it. Uh, and the, uh, the nothing I didn't see as depression. It's, um, the, the nothing, which is consistent throughout the entire it's movie. It's like adulthood or something. Well, it's, it's, like... it's so. The subtitle for this movie for me, uh, The Neverending Story, I would say is uh, the, the journey inward, right? Mm. So it's it's a journey. The, the the childlike empress says that he's he's reading his own story you're about himself. Your never-ending right. story. Right. It's, it's, At one point, it's there's the a gate that's literally no, you, but, you confront the yes, mirror of right? yourself, so, so, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I actually do think the, the nothing is depression. And they even, like, they even show a little bit of depression and depression with the horse getting... In all the stages of grief, it's quite explicit. I you would know, say, but, well, the sa but, then, it's but then, sadness. But then, it's like sadness will right. just succumb you. And well, that was the swamp, though, specifically. Yeah, yeah but the nothing can, comes. You think about it. <laughs> I didn't get this until I was really depressed, and I was really depressed a few yeah. years ago, like really bad. You know, I, you know, and, and I never thought I would be in that way. And someone who's, who's, and I'm still trying to get out of it. You know, like this is for real. Like depression is a real thing. And when you feel depressed, you feel nothing. Mm -hmm. You feel numb. And so to me, that is nothing. And it's taking away you, eating at you. You know what I mean? And it feels like there's no hope. Well, and I think that's what... Until you, until you give the child-like empress a name. So, but, but, but. I, I, so I, Aaron, it sounds like you're kind of agreeing it's more aligned with the depression side of things. I'll bet you $1,000 if we had the author in here, that's what sure. he would say. So to me, what I think is so great about it is that I think it it's... All of the answers are kind of right. Like it, mm -hmm. it, it is very or at much least they're not wrong. Which I think is pretty cool about somebody consuming this as a movie mm -hmm. is that you can ascribe because it's nothing. It's such a void term. Like it, it just takes over everything. That it's pretty smart. Um, it's a pretty. Which I think you. I think it's great. You called out these like it's a German fairy tale. Like there's so much in here that's so real and like really dark at times like the horse yeah. dies in the first yeah, it, 20 minutes of the movie there's, there's a lot of meaningful it, things like, that happen it's not it, it's not it's not like you said surface yeah you know like right. like willow's kind of surface like willow's a surface movie i enjoy it like there's really nothing deep mm -hmm. you know about willow you know it's, just it's universally fun. It's, applicable yeah it's right? whereas this is this goes into the to the 
the psyche. Because so, I, I read this, and, and maybe I'm just like I'm paraphrasing the wolf who basically, which is kind of cool that all of the creatures talk. This, you know, this crazy wolf. You know, just you know what's interesting? I just found out just now. Uh, he's vo- Falcor. Yeah, it's the, rock, the same, it's the same guy, guy for like voice. four of the gu- monsters. Yeah, the rock monster. But he basically the wolf that's been, I guess, helping the 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 nothing, <sighs> nothing. advance through the through mm. Fantasia, uh, because you know whoever controls the nothing has just controls he, stuff. The wolf I guess. represents pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> I thought the, the wolf was the environment. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the wolf basically is like, um, when the nothing takes over, it, it eliminates imagination and hope and having dreams and stuff. And yeah. just that is such a, that is something that applies for kids and adults. It, it diff, like that, to your point, like when you watch it when you're a kid, you have one understanding and then it has a different meaning when you get older. So so we talk about, we cool. talked about the dad at the beginning. Where he's, he, I actually think, He's not coping. You mean he's not coping at all? He doesn't know how to cope. And, and, well, because he and even I, says yeah. like we just got to move on. Yeah, I think. Just, and I think he's no excuse to get the old job done. And I, and I think we, we talk about bad exposition. Very good exposition at the very beginning. Mm. You know, you realize this. It wasn't even that long. It's, it gives a setup of their circumstances. But I think it worked. There was a sense of realism with that. You know what I mean? I, I think I think I mean some people complain about the Sebastian kid not being a good actor. I thought he was great. I thought I thought the acting was pretty good with him. Like he's carrying the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, belie- like, he was believable. I'd have rewritten that dead scene. I, I think so, but I still think it was it was it, it was done in earnest. Right, right. You know, I think the biggest miss for me in the movie was. I you know kind I mean? of wish when they hit that mirror because I I love it had a lot of like. Wow, I wish the last Jedi did it like this. <laughs> like it had like a, a a much more deeper impact. But I kind of wished that that's when Bastion got into the story. Like they literally, he literally switched places and then it progressed. I think they did some really good stuff the way they handled it. But that was the moment where I thought this could have like we'll get to ratings at the end. But this could have been like a but much higher the, movie. That was for the me. second time he realized he's. Wait a minute. He's affecting the story. He's affecting right. the story. That's true. Yeah. Think, they hadn't set it up enough And also, before. I think there's stuff we're missing. Too far. Yeah. They're missing on the cutting room floor that we missed. <laughs> but also, I realized that uh, Fal- Falcor is kind of creepy when little boys sleep with him. <laughs> that it's like an that, adult what, man for, voice. That is, like, it's like, you talk oh, in your scratch my ear. Can you anybody clip your, that? You, yeah, you, you talk <laughs> yeah. in your sleep. <laughs> he winked at him. Jeez, yeah, yeah. Falcor. Well, that's all the puppet can do. Yeah. It, it's like is they there, spend a lot of yeah, time on the tongue, yeah, mechan- the robotics yeah. of the He's tongue. Like, like ah, it, ah. It was, <laughs> I think the voice actor actually was Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> when you were when you were talking about his dad, um, the the um, Fantasia character that I so so I'm looking at Fantasia as. This this is this is Bastion's story. There's nothing mm-hmm. in there that's not that, that, that's all coming from him, right? Mm-hmm. It's not collective. Is the way that I that I view the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, the I see his dad as the as the rock biter. Uh, and I would have rewritten that kitchen scene where he doesn't actually help his son do anything. Mm-hmm. He like opens the jelly and takes it away from him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's not helping him make his lunch or anything. Get to school on time. Yeah. Um, that you're right. He's not coping. But I would have written that dad character as well. You know, as like a veiled. He's like he's tortured, but he doesn't want to. Like he's more. He's numb. trying to keep it away from his he's son. Numb. Right. But I would have made it like he, he's numb. But like there's nothing else there. And later on, him. that rock biter is. They, 
looking at his hands, they, they look like strong big, hands. strong, good hands. I always yeah. thought that's what they were, but I could like, that's that's his wife's. That's away, a very right? good. I I couldn't save him. Like that's Bastion's view of his father. That's a very that's good how point. boys view their father. I bet you. I, bet right? you in the, I wanna I wanna get the book now. I kind of want to get the book and listen to it. I'm betting. I want I don't. I don't know, but I'm I'm betting that that's it sounds amazing book. That's how they. You know, yeah. According to my research, the author hated the movie so much that he requested his name be taken and off. He of tried it. to sue too. Oh wow! <laughs> but but I mean, it's movies. I mean, like like that, right. it's always going to happen. Sure. Um, in the sequel, I know that it, there's more of him and his dad uh, uh, relationship at the very beginning. His dad, his dad actually goes to chase him down. Right. I I, I saw the sequel once, like 15. Yeah, years ago, I haven't right? seen it for years. But his dad's so like explore, trying to find him. They explore it more, and he. Like they have he, an he, argument at the beginning. His dad reads the book, right? I think so. And he, he realizes, reads, reads and he realizes he's in it. And then right. he, he realizes his son's in the book. I so I, I'd Something be about Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be curious, Aaron, what you think, because there are some when I think about our understanding of mother as a group, I know it's a podcast and Why? How, how you drew ham and fist. I would say they're from a storytelling standpoint they do, there's a couple things they they leave kind of under the surface which we can talk about in a minute i think the rock the the parallels to his parents and what he's going through is part of that but then they really kind of like the wolf literally explains what's like what is the meaning here at one point there's a couple moments it's like it's very like this is what this is about how did you feel about that side of it because i know like Leaving it to our imagination to figure it out for ourselves is something of very, very much value. I always appreciate when directors uh, put stock in our brain power and let us figure it out. Like we were talking about the ending of Joker the other day, mm-hmm. and how we, we probably would have changed a couple of things ourselves, but it still doesn't ruin it. And in this case, I think it's the same. Well, I think also you can look at your audience too. You if know your mean? audience is full of idiots. Well, there's, it, this is a this is a film. This is a story for everybody. Mm-hmm. and Including idiots. And kids. Kids are idiots. Kids are stupid. Uh, let's know. get that out of the way. I haven't grown out of being stupid, so. <laughs> are we all? No, I, no it's are true. Are we all? Who are we, we are really pretty, get down to it. <laughs> I don't think they spoon-fed it, though. Not, no. not to the degree that they did. No, but I think, did, it, was, no, I I think, think it was done in a very, like, the, 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 the destroyer is the one telling you this, which was interesting, mm-hmm. you know. And what a great setup. He goes right. to these, he sees all the, the cave pictures. Painting. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. And then he sees that, and, he, and it's right there. Like, that's such a good mm-hmm. good story device. A more pointed mm-hmm. answer to your question, Matt. I did not I did not feel insulted by the explanation. Okay. I thought it was okay. And I it do... wasn't, it was still, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was still up to you a little bit. And you know? Atreyu was paying attention. He really, like, that. the, the Noah, what's his face? Noah something. Right, when he's, when he's talking, like, he wants, he wants, who are you really? Right, yeah. he's 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 invested in yeah. knowing, and uh, that scene right after that is phenomenal. Like, he's got a rock knife right beside him; just hap- mm-hmm. happens to be right. Um, but uh, I love one thing that really gets me gets me in my heart every time I see it. And I just love it. Is is like the defiant hero with overwhelming odds. 
Yeah, right. he's like, it's, screw, we're gonna die anyways. Right? Is uh, is like, Captain wanna, Jack Sparrow with the yeah. like with the uh, the Kraken? Not the Leviathan, but the, the <laughs> it's the Leviathan <laughs> with with the Kraken, right? Or the three hundred or Rain of Fire he did, when he's they, getting a dragon. They did, they did call it the Le- Leviathan. <laughs> they did call it, but like him, come at like come they call at me, bro. It David Jones Leviathan. Just, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> come, like, it's like come, come at me, Gamora. This is Sparta. You know, if we're gonna die anyway, I'd rather die fighting. I'm like, hell, just yeah, let's get it on, man. It's like he's a true hero. There are so many like. Fist, yeah, air get, fist pump moments him. in this movie. <laughs> it's awesome. Like, well, where you're cheering, you're yes. you, you're Bastion. You're yes. screaming right in your yeah. house. Also, um, in the story alone, um, just character wise, creatures that they created. All the dude, it's definitely its own identity. It's not. Oh, that guy looks like Lord of the Rings. It's not or, Henson. Kind, either. Yeah, it's, it's not, his own thing. Yeah. Now, the puppet, if they probably would have Henson, it would probably be more articulate, better puppets. I, I would have wanted that. The mouth but, for but Falcor was pretty This is an expensive bad. movie. Yeah. This is a very expensive movie. It, I heard it was the most expensive movie outside the U.S. at the time. Yeah. Right? Today. Yeah. The U.S. and Russia. Yeah. And, <laughs> Russia had. <laughs> I went to Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think what the, what I liked so much about this is it never they did their due diligence with the world building and they ha, they had these very different Man, scenes. It's very unique. But they didn't sometimes in these fantasy movies we've been doing, it's like it's almost like the breadth of the characters is kind of what they're going for. Like, look how many things we're going to do. In this case, they really had the one scene at the start with the the like kind of called a like call to adventure where they had you know the guys with the huge heads literally and, uh, called the, adventure the two the two uh the two face people where they they kind of showed off a little bit in that room but everything else was really like uh atreyu interacting with one thing at a time which i really appreciate it let you like because i i felt that way with labyrinth too there were a couple moments where it's like here's the one thing he's interact or she's interacting with at a time and in this it's like oh this is the scene with the turtle or this is the scene with um, uh, with Falcor, or yeah, the Sphinx, or the 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 little gnome guys, They're like book chapters. Yeah, which right. I I think lets you kind of like exactly it lets you appreciate each thing as its own kind of um, quest, even because mm-hmm. each thing was symbolic of progression of understanding of like what it means to grow up or understanding yourself or overcoming something. So grief, I liked how they grief. segmented it that way. Hmm. So. Yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, it's definitely got a selling unique um, look to it. But I, I, I think there was probably more that they cut out. Now, the one thing that, even though I kind of like the the music, it reminded me of Goonies, like the the, the main theme, the main theme that they had, like mm-hmm. doo, 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 like the mystery theme. Ah, uh, yes. Um, Strings and flutes. It didn't. There was like it just stopped all of a sudden. Like in, in between, it, was, it wasn't mixed very well, the music. I noticed that in a lot of cuts of the movie, yeah. where the mu- the music would fade out for an uncomfortably long amount of time. It seemed like they just wrote one little piece that they tried to use o- o- over and over. Okay, we got to stretch this out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it, the, yeah, the music was the weakest part, even though I liked some of it. I thought the soundtrack was pretty okay. Yeah, I, I liked the music, but but I, I think it was the weakest part. Um, Don't talk that way about Giorgio. <laughs> what did you guys um, think of... Sorry, I just saw that I wrote down Evil Dead first person with the the dart <laughs> with the 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 wolf shots a couple times I was moving around. Um what did you think of the payoff with it when it came to um like his mom? Like the I, I from the very start I was like, "Oh, the Empress is an analog for his mom." And like he's got to figure out how to cope with losing this person and come to terms with it. And I 
I'll just so leave I, it there and so ask I, you I, how you guys felt everybody about Everybody has to cope with depression um, in their own way. Maybe the dad's own way was to be grounded and keep feet on the ground. For me, for him, you know, when you're not, um, when you are depressed, you're not creative. You're not all these different things. And the only way to combat it for him was to be to be creative, to be to have your imagination. And I think that's probably the strongest tool, probably to overcome it. You know what I mean? So if you're so, ever feeling blue, name something. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just shout "Moonchild" through moon a window. Child. Yeah, <laughs> but who would name their mo- like kid "Moonchild"? Grandpa Frank Zappa. That's not, I, I was about to make the Frank Zappa joke. Gosh darn it! <laughs> but I, I, think, I almost swore. Moon Sixteen unit, and up. Moonchild. <laughs> I think I think it was. For me, it wasn't his the name that got. It was a memory. You know, her memory live lives on. Um, you can't close close her out because you, you still you still love them. You never really can let go of the grief fully, but you also have to put it in its place. Yeah, put it in its place. Put it on the shelf. But also, um, you know, be creative and you know, be imaginative. Aaron, Kevin. <clears throat> so, you're gonna have to. I go I go down the rabbit hole on symbolism. I love movies like this. So okay. it, you could pick let's, a let's go. safe words woodchuck, right? So if we're getting too far down okay. the hole, just right. throw a woodchuck at me. I, um, I don't I'll have a woodchuck. Sh- I'm going to shout Moonchild regardless, I, but I'll work in Moonchild. Moon, okay, yeah, sa- safe words Moonchild. Um, so I, I I'm reading this movie, and it's uh, to me it's it's a quest inward to Bastion. He's a kid. He can't. He's not. He's an object. He's not an agent. He has. He has no f- effect over his world. Everything's happening to him, which is why he runs away. He runs away from the swim team. He runs away from going mm-hmm. on uh, his horse. His horseback riding lessons that his dad's talking about. He runs away class, from his math everything. Test, yep. And then he goes and isolates himself. Mm-hmm. This is this. This whole movie is a gradual isolation inward, mm-hmm. right from from his world to his home to his to his school. The school leaves. Uh, and then we even get tighter and tighter and tighter as he's in the attic, right? Mm-hmm. As the lights go down and as mm-hmm. as things get closer mm-hmm. and as he gets more and more afraid, the storm Except for that comes one in. Shot. Right. <laughs> there's there's an there's we don't anachronisms, talk about that one. right? There's anachronisms. We go back and forth. The storm no. leaves and comes yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. When you go back and watch no, it, but so I was it, a little confused. By it's that. this journey. It's this journey inward, right? Yeah, so sure. he's he he's he is a Treyu, right? A Treyu is the hero in himself that he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And so a Treyu goes and digs up, he digs up the, the, the bones of his ancestors to talk to them for help. And that's, that's Morla. Uh, Morla's giving him, um, uh, the word it's, but there's the, the, the living dead are apathetic because they have no investment or sacrifice in the future. Mm-hmm. So he gives him just a word and sends him on his way. Mm-hmm. Um, Falc, like, and there's, there's this word of luck. You, you never give up and, and good luck will find you. And that's Falcor. Mm-hmm. And then he, he gets, he gets a little bit of help and he moves forward and he has to, he has to understand that he has value and he has worth. That's getting past the sphinxes. Self-confidence and with everything. The giant, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's getting past the sphinxes. And then he has to come to terms with how his ideal self would view him. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why people generally run away screaming. Right. When the, when the picture of who they'd like to be trying to see yourself through yeah. your ideal self, you you don't like how you look, mm-hmm. right? So most people leave. He Bastion sees how Atreyu would see himself, mm-hmm. and he you're a coward, right? So mm-hmm. he so he, he runs away, but he comes back, right? Yeah. And then uh, so he uh, so he, he he conquers that. He moves he moves outward. He uh, and then and then after all that, he's he's lost, and he has to deal with what's inside. That's the grief. That's mm-hmm. him confronting his father. That's the rock biter. Uh, and then that's the. There's a there's there's a whole like g- give me a moon child if I'm getting if I'm getting too deep but the the uh, the Oren is an Ouroboros 
It's it's this cycle. Snake devouring right. itself. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. everybody knows that symbol. It's the mm-hmm. snake devouring itself. It's destruction and creation both at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's the recycling. It's symbol. cat dog. It's it's <laughs> it's cat dog. Now you're speaking it's, my language. It's this. <laughs> there you go. It's the towel. It's yeah. it's well, uh, destruction and creation. We're gonna get, get copyright. <laughs> but so it's it's order and chaos. Mm-hmm. It's fantasia and the nothing, mm-hmm. right? And out of out of chaos through sheer will, there can be order. Mm-hmm. You can create order out of chaos. Mm-hmm. That's the seed that she mm-hmm. gives him in the end. Out of in, just in being that there is order. In being that there is fantasia, there is there is darkness. The darkness. The disorder is entropy, right? It's chaos. Hmm. There's a reason that Gamork isn't the nothing. He works for the the person behind the nothing or the, hmm. the leader behind the nothing or what, the force behind the nothing. He's malevolence. He's evil, right? And so the nothing took his mother, but there is also evil in his life. He's got bullies. He's got people who, mm-hmm. who attack him for being weak, for not being heroic. Um, and so... And so there's this constant rebirth. He has to choose to be an agent in his own life mm-hmm. and, and, and choose to try to be the hero. Yes. Right? But he's got to clean his room first. He's got, a, <laughs> he's got 186 he's got books in there. Yeah. He's yeah. got to find somewhere to put them. I think that's actually, so much more eloquently put, uh, you just did. I would say what I like so much, the question Matt, I... Matt, Matt's like, nah. <laughs> wrong. Throw that again, read a book and a dragon Go flying around. That's, that's all. You got all that wrong. <laughs> uh, no, uh, so kind of the reason I, I brought, up, brought it up with Aaron earlier was like these moments of kind of the explicit imagination or whatever, that Fantasia has no boundaries and expands or whatever. Um, I actually loved that. And while you're drawing parallels, we can draw parallels with the Empress, Rockbite or whatever. They didn't, overdo it they didn't overdo like right this is you overcoming your mom exactly. or this is they it never did it's that. not on the nose this right? was yeah. this was Open wide. it's such a universal <laughs> it's such a uh <laughs> it's such a universal eat message your, of, your soup. of each thing that of each each moment you just talked about that builds your yin and yang that you were describing that ba- he leaves this experience that you know that is so much in his own head, um, just equipped to handle all the adversity. Yeah, and so he feel it's all it's like this confidence now to you know go back to the return to the real world and like uh, manage it in a much right. with much yeah. uh, like more confidence. That's a better yeah. way to say that. Hmm. Right. It, to, be, to be, yeah, he's he's the hero in his own story. Yeah. He, has, he has to take up the mantle of being and, his and own hero. What's so great is they have this amazing shot where his return to the real world is him riding the dragon from it. I it's that. like I, I, I love that. I, I love it so, so much. much. <laughs> I wrote what the what the fuck in my notes, but hey, whoa, whoa, I whoa, loved whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I loved whoa, it. Whoa, it was a kid show. <laughs> it's a kid show. This is a sixteen and up <laughs> show. My goodness, it's, it's, ble- it's not a kid show. Don't say it's a kid show. YouTube, we're not a kid show. Brought to you by Perrier. Oh my god. Uh, we're right. shut down two times now. Look how low calories this I is. <laughs> you right. I this hate July. We harvest sucked. the calories for Perrier. <laughs> I, li- I I enjoyed it. I m- maybe because I liked him. Yeah, and I was just on board from there. <laughs> no, so, I, yeah, that's an eighties thing. It, it you came need, out you of need, nowhere. You needed it. It's like those kids need their comeuppance. I had yeah. this theory that there were two writers and that they were arguing about they were arguing about how to end the movie, and then <laughs> the executive producer just came in and said, "All right." All right, assholes. We got this yeah, dragon you for a couple days. 
that, that, in the next 24 hours, my daughter you, gets to write the yeah, end of this movie. Right. <laughs> and that was what she came and that, up and with. That, and that's when the uh, the authors threatened to sue. Yeah, you mm. know, that's right. Couldn't why, why did not Falcor oh. just eat the bullies? The author didn't like the ending. <laughs> that would have been. Fun. I don't think he liked the whole the whole movie. I was just making a joke. Well, uh, well okay. I don't. It, my my theory is that he wouldn't. <laughs> in the in the book, that he probably didn't end up back in. Back in wherever they were, Germany. It wasn't Germany. Where were it they? Was Germany, it was I Germany. Germany, I think. Was it? There was a dome. There was a dome. It looked. It looked like like they were driving on the right side of the road. Yeah. Right? It looked. Oh, where they the filmed shots it, you mean? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Vancouver is that what you said? Yeah, but everything okay. else is Germany. So it's okay. Vancouver. There was a big dome, and it looked like it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Looked like Seattle. Hmm. Could have been Seattle. There was a space needle. I think. Good Lord Niles. <laughs> Good Lord Niles. What is a dragon doing again? Falcor, <laughs> look out for the space needle. Fraser, there's a there's a dragon. Maybe I hear the blues are calling. <laughs> White dragons and lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the lemonade, but mm-hmm. yeah. it had the right number. Of any, <laughs> all right. Any uh, any final thoughts before we rate the movie? I'm a luck dragon. I uh. I would say that I appreciated the the metaphor from from what I saw. I I didn't have as as deep of a write up as uh, as our new friend here, but what's a metaphor? Yeah, exactly. But I I <laughs> like that metaphor? it. <laughs> I liked that it was there. It wasn't too on the nose, and it was good entry level sort of like think like inward thinking for kids. You know. Mm-hmm. I feel like Aaron, you need to go first for our rating. Um, because I, I have a suspicion yours is maybe the lowest. What gave you that idea? <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> Last thought. I, I thought the movie ended quite abruptly. It didn't feel like the story was over for me. Mm. It's with, the, with the it's, Empress, you mean? Or? It's the first half of the book. Always leave There's them wanting. There's a whole wanting. other half of a book right. I heard. Which is maybe that's the second, one, second I, part I, of the right. book. It's loosely know? adapted as the second movie. It's, once you become an agent in your own life, it's how you. It, yeah. it's what you do with the power. Yeah, it's that's like, the second half yeah, of the book. It, so I because was, they, they, wish, they continue to wish in the second part. Right. I, so you far, became an agent of evil, Sebastian. <laughs> I was not surprised to find out that this is half of the book. So... <laughs> I just had a. I wish there was more. Felt ra- like half a movie. Snail racing in the in the second one. And true, it didn't you, follow a, a, a traditional movie structure in, in the way I saw it. Do you know, do you know that? Right. Do you know the actor who played the little little snail writer? Oh, uh, uh, Deep Roy. Yeah, he's the he's, he's Oompa Loompa. He's, he's, like he's in a ton of. He's stuff. in a lot yeah. of. Stuff. Oh yeah. my God, he's in. A, he not was his voice though. Uh, uh, ben in the Pink Panther Strikes Again, I believe he's one of the assassins in the, <laughs> oh the Oktoberfest parade. <laughs> can, thing. can we talk about the child of the, the, the Empress? Sure. Can we talk about how how awesome she is at crying on, on camera? Oh my God! Yeah, it's like ah, she was oh my God! Boss. Who didn't She's believe that? Movies. Cry will make the horse die again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wrote down. I wrote down. The director must have a puppy was, at gunpoint. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give me. Give me tears. Yeah. We're playing Russian she, roulette. Every time turns, you don't cry, I add a bullet. She looks right in the camera. She, Bastion, please. <laughs> Every the whole Give world's me coming. A name. Name. Bastion, Give me a name. You have to convince him to save everyone. Your mom's gonna just. Oh my yeah. God. Wow. And I believed every second of it. She was awesome. Yeah. 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 She was and worth I, whatever they paid. And her. I believed every second of uh, Treyu's grief. When his uh, Artex, oh, oh that was brutal. That was brutal. You, I, I disagree. The they had only right. introduced the horse five minutes prior. Uh, I didn't care about that horse. He couldn't uh, have a horse and Falcor, and uh, it, and and he had to lose the horse far enough before Falcor found him for it for for it to be respectful. <laughs> it's the amount of time you have to wait. <laughs> he should have made the, the horse breakup. a unicorn in the end. Oh. <laughs> 
That would have been cool. Yeah, there was no unicorn. There should have been a unicorn. There really needed to be a unicorn. I think that's probably why the it's, kid wanted I think that's great that there's no unicorn because it doesn't... Easy there, Ryan Johnson. That would be too on the nose. He just threw the horn over, oh, its, the horn. over its shoulder. You wanted a unicorn? Subverted. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just one stock corn. Actually, this horse has two horns. How do you like that? Look at this unicorn. You should use the horn to slay the mark. We've got a duo corn. How do you like them apples? I was going to rate the movie, as I yeah, recall. Yeah, go ahead, Aaron. Turn around. As not bad as I thought this movie was, I enjoyed parts of it. <laughs> it's a good start to your rating. It was <laughs> as not bad as I thought. It had the same amount of uh, exposure when I was younger as Willow did. I did not like it as much as Willow. Uh, wow. I, as I said, I appreciated the metaphor, but it didn't do a whole lot for me. Okay. Uh, I would give this movie a 4 out of 10. Wow. Okay. Uh, Kevin, we'll end on you. Ben, what's yours? So, even though I enjoy Willow more, um, this is a fun adventure, action adventure. I think, um, given the depth um, and rit- richness of the story and all the metaphors, the lovely all, bouquet of the story, the, layer, well, the layers, <laughs> yes, yes, and, yes. You know, and very, uh, very ogre type themes. Yeah, I, I think this is a seven because I think this movie is a really. Uh, First of all, in 84, the special effects are still pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, for what they did, it was amazing. The look of it's unique. For a bunch of krauts? Are you kidding? Of as course a kid, it's I would rate it, As a kid, I would rate it lower. But as an adult, like now watching it, like mm-hmm. I watched it a few years ago. And I didn't you know, think anything of it. Funny, because I probably would have rated it higher years yeah, ago. Yeah, but as now, I didn't really pay attention to mm-hmm. how deep it was. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think this is a very... Now, execution, you know, there's a few little things that you know, I don't like, but I think because yeah. the story is such a good story. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the thing. I think I it think survives on its, on its, like, depth. Yeah. I So I gave it a seven also. Oh. This is one That's of my odd. higher ones we've been doing That's for odd. this kind of genre. So uh, for everything we've talked about, uh, I, d- I saw the additional line that um, – you know when they he, when he goes to see the the kind of alchemist scientist guys right before that sphinx yeah. thing, uh, which I loved that whole sequence. How does that telescope work? He gives them, <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. understand. I'm still trying to figure out how magnets work. Yeah, he gives him. It's like, it's my he gives him something, it. and and it's it? like it has to hurt to heal. And I I just very much appreciated uh, that very specific line. This and is I, Bactine. I think the whole movie was it had moments like that. Um, like I said, I wish Bastion was worked in as like himself versus the very at the end of the movie he was worked in as the kid in the story a little bit more but overall i i can deal with it hey we had the same score i'm working in okay Uh, (laughs) (laughs) all right kevin bring us home uh so i have some gripes i have some gripes with the movie um uh what's eating gilbert's gripes what is what well done (laughs) what's getting gilbert's gripes uh like little things that that I wouldn't that, that so th- this movie aged very well with me. Um, so I would have rated it higher when I was a kid. I would have rated it lower in my twenties, and I'm back. I'm back to rating it higher. My kids are going to watch this movie. Yeah. I'm going to talk to them. Bell about, curve, eh? All right. Uh, so yeah. I, I'm I'm back in that. Just show them of my your life. drawing when you when they, when <laughs> they watch it. I'm, I can talk to them about it. So I, I'm always looking for things to share with my kids that 
that we can that we can talk about. Like I'm I'm, I'm doing Lord of the Rings with my kids right now. Oh no, oh, um, nice. we did uh, Harry we did Harry Potter, which is a great uh, which is a great platform to talk about a lot of other things because these kids grow up during those movies mm-hmm. and they deal with different parts of their lives. Um, so like puberty. Y- years ago, I would have rated this this movie an, uh, like an eight, and then. Like when I was twenty in my twenties, I'd rated this movie like a six. Uh, it's dated, right? Throw it in the trash, right? We mm-hmm. got we got better CGI now, and they can tell the story better. They should just remake it. Uh, I'm I'm wiser than that now. I'm back. I, I would say a I would say a seven. I'm back to a seven. Wow. Um, it would be an okay. eight if I could rewrite that scene with his father. Mm-hmm. If the bookstore owner had hit, I, no one can fight a damn thing in this bookstore. They're just stacked <laughs> on true. on tables <laughs> and right, just just little things that are. They're, they're actually all blank except for the one. <laughs> but he was I kind of I kind of like that charm. Though. I kind of <laughs> like, has... like that though because it's. It, it, it shows he cares. He has well, no interest in selling but, books. But is he is he <laughs> get really a Dewey Decimal but, System? But is he really is he really is it really a bookstore? No, mm-hmm. he's smi- he's smiling at the end. Yeah, is it really in the, books- in the second he's movie? He's magic. He he magically disappears in the second movie. Does he? Right. Knew I it. don't know. Right. The bookstore is empty. It. Is empty. Right? So yeah. so maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe, maybe he just didn't why. pay his property tax. So he's, he's smiling. He's the trickster, right? He no nothing's in nothing's yeah. in the movie or the book by accident. He's he, the trickster. Even right? like the little note that they said, like I'll bring your book back. He right? never he's brings like, the I'll book back. <laughs> well, there was more to his story. He he's riding a dragon. He left the book behind. Does he bring the book, the book back in the sequel? Right there. Where's the book? I think he buys the the the. the so, uh, I think he brings it back and buys I, and buys a soft cover. I hate I hate the ending. The paperback. So like the very very ending. Okay, some of the pages are stuck together okay this uh interesting so you liked willow better aaron uh, yeah you know my feelings about willow look i appreciate good metaphor but the rest of it didn't do a whole lot for me uh we um go ahead finish your thought well you Sorry. know my rating scale four is not a bad rating no it, it believe me i understand the the, the harsh ratings uh, so aaron uh, why can't you bell think curve. exactly it's, it's, like me right 90 percent of the time i do <gasps> but um all right, the Launchpad, Launchpad podcast guys, Ben, who you know, um, one of them pretty well. Um, they yeah. they uh, commented on one of our Instagram things about how like this movie just does not hold, up, did not hold up for them in their oh. childhood ruin. I don't know if they're being facetious or sure. if they were serious or not. It seemed like they were being serious. But Are you guys I imagine, out there being faceted? I imagine people have like kind of no, maybe like reactions. your reaction in the tw- when you were twenty is yeah. actually how just people remember no, because, it. So yeah. Um, this one really held up for me, though. I like I was I was genuinely surprised how much I liked all the way through. Like it, yeah, no, it, and that, all the way over again. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, my my criticisms do not extend into it being dated, so I, I don't. agree It was with that always either. a movie that we made fun of as kids. Really, mm. you know, like because it was fantasy, right? Well, yeah, and also we like, aged out so of fantasy. Never was always so dumb. Right, we put you away know, our cowboy toys. Where's his sword? With, I think his also, yeah, and I also think there's a. Um, there's a level of like it's not cool to like never any story, right. mm-hmm. you know. I want to talk about this this idea of fantasy movies in more depth at the end of the month when we finish this whole run. I don't know if we've have we picked a movie for next week yet. Are we doing Conan? Well, because you just said it, let's do it All because right. that was on the list. Is so. it on Netflix? <laughs> Would you get off your get duff to do something it. for once? We're gonna do flesh, Conan next week. Flesh. Get on um, Amazon Prime. Use that X-ray. All the actors and all the that's a it's a great tool. Ah, uh, yes. I've and used what? that a couple times. It's a little overlay we'll, of the movie we'll, we'll that shows your facts and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's like pop-up video. Remember that? Wow. <laughs> On demand, because it's your finger. Yeah. That's amazing. All right, so next week we'll do Conan, and then we'll, I think we got one more fantasy week after right. that, and then we're going to be doing a lot of Oscar stuff, and we're finishing up the the 
movie draft game we did at the, at the start of last year. We got a hold yes, off, I'll be winning. I know. Yeah, hold off your your excitement, Aaron, until we get closer. <laughs> but um, in a couple weeks, we'll be updating on that. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on. Can this I ask Kevin a question really before great. we leave? Yeah, go ahead, Aaron. Kevin, given your uh, demonstrated uh, aptness with the uh, metaphor, what do you, have you seen Mother? What did you think about it? I didn't see Mother. Mm. I recommend that you watch it and then uh, write, saw, a, write us up a little post. To I say am what you Mother. Think. <laughs> oh. I didn't see Mother. Ah, but Kevin, yeah. you're uh, what the French call lazy company. Lazy. <laughs> <laughs> you little jerk! Look what you did, you little jerk! You rated the movie a seven. I will. I will accept your homework assignment. <laughs> All right. I'll right, report thank you. back. All right. Until next week. Thanks. I'm gonna make our podcast disappear. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs>